0: Sure. Um, you know, I, I like music a lot. Um, you know, I, I like rock music. So one of my favorite bands is a band called Soundgarden. And there's a song called Rowing. And basically it's about it. the the chorus says, don't know where I'm going, but I got to keep rowing. I got to keep pulling, got to row. So that's me every day. I, I get up and I, I got to row. I got to, and, and like one of the lines is, living is cheating if you're not pulling oars. So to me, that that means like, you know, getting up and doing you know giving your best to life every day and that's what i do i I get up and i row all day and then i get back in bed and go to sleep and do it all again so i just keep churning out every day and that's that's how i live do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story if so this podcast is
1: for
0: you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, come on in and grab that cute little
1: cup of show. Or oh, whatever, think is good for you to get the day going. Hey, today we're going to talk to a gentleman here. Who's dealing with ALS, the old Lou Gehrig's disease. And being a sports person, who like me, he's a was, uh, he is a former uh, writer, sports writer and everything like that. So dear, dear to my heart, getting all these sports people, I just really love it. When we can get together and reminisce, the old good old days, like my grandfather would say. And let's talk about how we deal with adversities, challenges come in life, and how we can still have a life that's worth living. So let's go ahead and get started here, and so we can persevere through the channel. And welcome to the show, Robert Garrett. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Lovely, uh, lovely to be here. Hey, I'm glad you're here. Uh, big Atlanta Braves World Series winner. Uh, pers- well, you didn't participate. Uh, well, you participated in the yeah, house you know. with the cheering section. So
0: um, we are that. lifelong fans. My wife and I both. She grew up uh, where they used to spring train in West Palm Beach. So she's been exposed to the Braves for a long time and she's a true fan.
1: All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I I I used to keep up with though um uh Del Murphy.
0: Yep, he's great.
1: He um little 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 side note here, give everybody a little um a little sports trivia here that uh he was nineteen eighty-two and eighty-three MVP. Mm-hmm. So uh in when I was in high school, I was in 82, 83 MVP in my high school. Oh,
0: so nice.
1: Dale Murphy got something. We got something to, uh, uh, together that he doesn't know anything about yet. So that's great. I would like to share. I actually, bought, finally got me a Dale Murphy, uh, autographed bat a couple of years ago, finally. So, oh, cool. Uh, he's, he's a, uh, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Absolutely. 100%. He definitely needs not. to be in
1: the Hall of Fame. yeah so. All right, Robert, let's go and get started here, buddy. I appreciate you being here. I tell people we know that, uh, Time is valuable, and uh, we appreciate you sharing your valuable time with us. Absolutely. And so let's go ahead. I, what I do is I just let people jump in tell their story. I'll hop in and give a couple of questions, and we go from there, and we have gave a little input that uh, you're dealing with ALS. So yep. if you want to go ahead and uh, pick us up where you think fit. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, definitely don't forget to throw in some sports stuff here. So uh, Absolutely, get, yeah. That, that gets me burning and going here. All right, Robert, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. You got yeah, the man. So,
0: yep, yeah, thank you. Well, I'm Robert Garrett. Um, I live in the Atlanta area. I've been married for 22 years to my wonderful wife. Uh, I've got two boys; they're 14 and 12. And um, about 11 years ago, I started to notice something um, when I was doing laundry. I guess that's where all bad things start—is laundry, right? I was trying to hold up the clothes to fold them, and then my left arm was getting weaker and weaker. So, you know, um, there, then, then, you know, I hit the doctor. Got you know a battery of tests, you know poked, prodded and all that. Um, and about a year later I was diagnosed with ALS. Um, I'm very lucky because ALS is a horrible disease that can really take you quickly. Uh, and I'm, I'm more of an outlier where I' been, I've been with it for 11 years. So it really it went really slow with me. So I lost my arms, uh, the ability to lose my arms first and then my legs. and um, so now I'm pretty much confined to my power chair, but um, I still work full time. So, thanks to technology like eye gaze and dictation software, um, I'm still I'm the director of training for a software company, so I've be able to work full time. Um, and what I did during COVID, <clears throat> I wrote a book about my time as a journalist. So that was about in the '90s. So that's why we're here today just to talk about the you know my challenges and, and how I deal with my everyday life, but also you know these special projects that you do um, that really you know are fulfilling because. For me, you know I, I can't do things physically, so you know my my mind has gotten a lot sharper over the last few years and I, I try to use that more than you know anything else
1: I like again we mentioned this uh, before we got started here that you took your book and kept it in a newspaper formatting and yep, that's uh, right up on the uh, screen here we got a picture of uh, what would be your book and so uh, uh stringer sports yep. writers me- uh, memoir mm-hmm. so um Yep. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I'm going to uh, yeah, definitely get me one. Uh, I should have jumped on the old route yesterday when it was prime prime day uh, uh All right. there. But, uh, oh, well, too late. We'll still get it, though. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I like the format. Like I said, I've told before, my, gr- my mother through the newspaper for the Tennessean for 30 years. So mm-hmm. uh, to, to keep that in that uh, format, I think it's going to be pretty uh, awesome and special.
0: Yeah, so the, the book itself was really like my love letter to journalism, you know, I was a journalist for about seven years. Um, I really, I literally stumbled into it. I was uh, cleaning the offices at the Tribune and I got to know the sports writers there. Um, and I had, you know, I had the ability to write cause I was in, you know, I was in high school, I was in the advanced placement English. So, you know, um, I caught on pretty quickly and was able to have a really nice career where I started off at a really small paper, um, but then worked my way up, you know, into covering like the Buccaneers covering, you know, pro teams, um, Hall of Famers. I met Olympians, Hall of Famers in in every sport. Um, I met, uh, like I said, you know, gold medal winners. I met, um, you know, just amazing people, you know, that that did amazing things. So my, this book is really a look back and it's for my boys because, you know, they, they haven't really seen me. um, I've been declining most of their lives. So it's, you know, they they didn't see me back in the day when I was really able and energetic and, you know, out on the streets, you know, and, so this book was really to show them, you know, a, a bit about persevering through, you know, um, or, or learning new things, you know, uh, challenging yourself, you know, exploring your possibilities. So that's the purpose of the book there, and also really to retell those stories to some people that may not have seen it, because there's a lot of great stories in that book, I think.
1: And you're not being biased with it either, so that's, that's well. Right.
0: I mean, that's the a good thing it's, about it. It's not me; it's the people,
1: right? I hear you. That's it's all good about the thing people. About it. That's mm-hmm. right. I, and so, um, all right, so let's get into your ALS. You said weakness yep. in your, uh, was left arm?
0: Yep, started left arm and then like then my arms went and, you know, so it was really a long, a long road. Um, and, you know, um, at each phase, you know, you have to really learn to adapt and, and learn to um, live with what's going on. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's really, it was really difficult at first for me. Um, I was, I was pretty angry. Um, I was scared because, um, you know, I've I got, I had two young babies. I can you know, see my, my both kids were those just born.
1: Definitely yeah. being, being this scared just from
0: hearing ALS and then the anger, I could see both of that coming. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it didn't last long. Um, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm always been a, a positive person, but I really, you know, I, I don't want to be just identified as the ALS guy. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So that was my, my purpose was to, to really live as much as I can and 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 not really get bogged down in what I'm missing. Cause you know, you can really sit back and look and, and see I'm missing a lot of things, but I don't look at it that way. I look at it. I'm, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy that I'm still able to work. Um, I support my family. You know, we, we live a very comfortable lifestyle considering my, my situation. So that helps a lot as well.
1: Uh, have but you heard of W. Mitchell? I haven't. Uh, Google him one day, W. Just a okay. letter W. Mitchell. He was in the late 60s in a motorcycle accident. We got 60% of his body burnt. That included mm. his face and lost his fingers and thumbs and left with just basically mitt uh, there. And so a um, few years later, after the burn incident and everything, then he was in trying to learn to fly. the, You know, when in small planes, you know, people go fly. Right. And yeah. He came down. Mm-hmm. and uh, they kind of bounced on the landing a little harder. Something was going on when he had to come back uh, sooner than he wanted, and the other passengers in the plane all got out, and when it bounced, the plane bounced, it broke his back. So not to say he's gone through one incident being burnt so bad, now right. he's paralyzed. And mm-hmm. so what you're talking about being unhappy, well, maybe not all happy, but try to be positive, happy, do right. the best. Uh, you know, don't cry over what you can't do at the moment. Uh, Here's one of his sayings is I used to be able to do 10,000 things. Now I can only do 9,000. I concentrate on the 9,000 I can do, not the 1,000 I can't do.
0: Yeah. yeah, That's what, you know, I've always looked at that. You know, it's like, um, you know, I was, again, I was lucky enough where um, I was able to walk for a long time and, you know, we we were able to take vacations with the kids and do a lot of things, you know, and to try to get those experiences in, because I knew it was coming, coming where I would, not be able to travel as well, you know, because, you know, now it's hard to travel with the, with COVID and, you know, all the illnesses out there. And, you know, I survived that too. I got COVID. Um, took five weeks to get rid of that, but I survived it. So, you know, I mean, if, if God's trying to, to work me over, he's doing a good job.
1: There you go. <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. now we actually had a cousin with ALS, and she was like 30 years into it before mm-hmm. she finally, uh, she had, I don't know exactly when, but yeah, she had lost her, Speech, able to talk and everything. Right, Mine's yeah. still as perfect as can be. Uh, is are you going to decline, or do they know that at the moment to that yeah. level?
0: It, it's hard to say. Like you know, that's one thing that's really difficult about mine is that it's been a long time. You know, and it's it's hard on everybody around you as well. So mm-hmm. that's the reason. The reason that I try to be positive because you know your caregivers. Um, for those of you that have caregivers, you know, they can get burned out really easily. Um, you know, I, we try to get my wife out of the house twice a week. Uh, my sister lives nearby, so she helps out. Um, you know, the kids take vacations with her. So it's, it's, it's hard to let them go on vacation, but you know, the kids are really happy doing that, you know? And so that, that's kind of our, our balance now is, is, you know, taking care of the people that take care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's really important, I think as well to, to understand that, you know, it's hard on them watching someone they love, you know, um, get worse and worse. Well, you gotta
1: so, give, they got to have it out
0: absolutely yeah and, know, and also so. too you know I, I try to be as as patient as possible and it doesn't always work you know but um yeah when, when I express anger it's mostly because I'm frustrated that I can't do it myself because I was a very able person, you know i mean i I had you know I was in my forties when it, when it first hit me, I was really able i mean like you know I cleaned the house every week, you know I did the laundry, I painted you know I mean I was I was really a handy guy, so losing all that was really tough to to go through
1: them. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's on a lot of us, uh, especially when we get disabled after birth, you know, that we become disabled. Right. We've been independent so long. And then when we lash out at the people we that we love so much and loved us so much, that we're blessed enough that they still hang around with us. Right. That's <laughs> That when we lash out, it's not at them. It's the frustration of what we can't do, but mm-hmm. they're the recipient of the lashing yeah and so yeah and so yeah they definitely need to get an outing away from us one way or another for a while
0: yeah
1: all right robert so uh this is going on with you and uh still working that's awesome yep. and going from yeah my,
0: my company is great too that's one thing your support around you is really important as well so like my company provides my technology um you know and, and those of you that are working when you're disabled don't be afraid to ask your company because by law they're supposed to accommodate you for, you know, as part of the ADA. Right. So, you know, you can ask for those things like, you know, the eye gaze bar, if you can't use your hand or the, the, the dragon dictation is a wonderful tool. I use that. That's how I wrote the book. So basically I sat down at my computer December, 2020 and, and, and pulled up my word document and started writing my book. So it took me a year solid of writing. And I wrote, you know, probably, I don't know, anywhere from four to eight hours a week. And I would, I would set a goal for myself of at least like a thousand words every time I sat down. Um, Sometimes it was like 4,000. Sometimes I got into a zone, you know, sometimes it was like 500. Um, You know, the, the, sometimes it was great. Sometimes it was crap, you know, but Mm -hmm. um, I went through the process and it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I think it was, was going from A to Z because when you're doing a project that big, it's easy to see the end of it and, and think, oh, well, I'm almost done. And yeah, and start making all these plans. But I really didn't make any plans until I finished the book. I didn't, talk, I didn't think about design or anything. I didn't think about, you know, any of the other, you know, ancillary things, but just finishing the project. And that really helped me focus and, and get it done. So um, I self-published. So I, I paid someone to edit it for me. Um, I paid a designer. And like you said, we we did a newspaper kind of a style with it. So it's got headlines, it's got pictures, it's got articles in there, my articles. It's got, um, you know, it, it's beautiful color. You know, it's it's a really nice looking book as well. So, but that was my process for the book there.
1: You said it took you about a year to uh, do this?
0: Yeah, it was a year writing and then it took about six months to do the editing. So I had the editor go through it twice. So I had to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've read this book a hundred times probably, right? Oh, you yes. know, and, and each time I, I read it, I had to correct it with my voice. So, you know, I've spoken the words many times. Um, and then after it was edited, I went to my uh, old, old friend of mine is uh, from high school as a designer and he's really talented. So um, he took about a month to the design, the book and proof it. And then we went to Amazon and, they, and they're printing it for me. So yeah. it's, it's available on Amazon and audible. Um, I recorded the audiobook myself. So I did that as well. So there's an audible audiobook with my voice. Um, and I did an electronic version. And yeah, then the hardback. And it was, you know, like I said, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I, learned so much, and, you know, and I'm really proud of what, what, what was put out there. I'm, I'm really admired
1: that uh, you would stay focused for that year to do it because I, I'm not kidding. I wrote a memoir on mine, how I got in the wheelchair with uh, the right. giving neck broke playing football, and, and uh, two weeks into college, and then where I'm at, and it only took me 12 years. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I did, obviously I was in focus. I'd write a little bit, then I may not pick it up for six mm. months, and then write a little bit more. May not touch it for three months. And I, I tell people it's a miracle in itself. You know how we upgrade, done upgrade our computer systems. Right. It's a miracle in itself that it didn't get lost in the transfer and whatever on new computers. And because I know, I know with me, if I would have lost it, I wouldn't have done it all over again. So right. It was a miracle in itself for that. So yeah, you know, there, that, there were that times of writer in you hunt to stay yeah. focused.
0: Yeah. Well, there were times when I, when I took, I, there were times when I, I, you know, I, I was like, I was thinking, is this good enough? You know, is this not, is it, and I, I would take it. I took weeks off. I took like a week off here and there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't, it wasn't all the way. So there, there were moments of doubt. There were definitely, you know, moments when I felt like, is this good enough to, to be a book? Um, but then I went back and read it again and corrected some things. And you know my advice to writers is you you, you're never going to write the perfect thing the first time out, right? What you're going to write is, is you, it's best to get your thoughts out on paper first and then go back. And the magic is in the editing. That's Mm -hmm, when you go really, you go back there and line by line. So what I did myself was I kind of, I wrote the book all the way through and then I went back and did a really hard edit. I, I I let it sit for a month. So I didn't touch it for a month and I let it sit and I did a really hard edit on it. And was able to punch it up a little bit, you know, and find spots where, you know, I added things to it or, you know, where I took things out. So that was my process. But, yeah, there's definitely moments of doubt and moments of, of writer's block, you know. So that's that's very natural.
1: I would definitely encourage anyone to uh, whether they're going through struggles at the moment they're thinking or not, whatever. I would encourage anyone to write a memoir. And if nothing else, it's just for your family history. Uh, when you're, Absolutely. when you're gone and you got great, 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 great grandbabies that want to know what you were like, cause you've heard stories. And yep. I think it'd be great. I mm-hmm. wished that when my grandparents was alive, that I would have done something to have more of their stories, you know, coming up in the forties and fifties and thirties right, growing yeah. up. And, and those times are a lot different than today. And so I wish I would have took, uh, more time to learn about them. And I tell people, I'm not a writer. Uh, I tell people, you know, I put it out on, like you said, paper. I edit the best I can. I definitely get someone to go over it for me. And then I tell people when I get the book, give them the book. Uh, don't read it to grade, grade me for grammar. Just uh, get the content.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, all right. Now let's, uh, let's go to Robert. You got the, you got the news about this ALS going. Mm-hmm. When it was time to tell the wife and the kids
0: yeah, it was tough. So, so I will say, um, I probably didn't handle it very well for a long time where I was in denial. Um, oh, exactly. Because, exactly. Yeah. My, my progression was pretty slow. So, you know, I, I went, I went and looked for other cures, you know, I went to, you know, I went to some naturopaths, you know, I did mm-hmm. did some things that probably weren't the best, but you know, for my mental state, I really wanted to, to, you had to feel try. like, yeah, feel like, is this, is this it? Yeah. Because the, you know, I, I went to a world-class doctor and, you know, he said, well, no one's going to contradict me. when it really kind of rubbed me the wrong way, yeah. you know, because this, this is a, it's a deaf diagnosis, you know, I've got, you know, at the time my kids were like, you know, four and two, you know, and, and they're like the light of my lives and, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm in the prime of my life. So it's, you know, it was really hard to process. Um, it took me a, a good, you know, it took many years for me to get past that. And then when I did, things got a lot better for me. And that was a, uh, you know, it was, it was a big moment and, you know, it was hard on my wife. Cause I was, I was pushing back and you know, all the time I was losing the, the thing with ALS and that's really, if you think about it, it's, it's actually terrible, but every day you get worse. So you're never going to be better one day. Yeah. Like, you know, yesterday was my best day I have, I have left. Right. And then each day you get a little bit, a little bit worse.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know,
0: if you look at it that way, it's, it's really, it's, it's tragic and awful. But again, you know, I'm still here. Um, I've got a lot to contribute. I've got a lot of gas in the tank. I still feel like I have a lot left. And that's what's most important to me.
1: And say things, we all have a a, a vision of what certain diseases or whatever may be. And right. um, you and I, this is our first time actually meeting face to face somewhat uh, through the computer system. But mm-hmm. uh, first time talking and meeting. And I, I'm going to admit that the, I was thinking this you're going to be like Stephen Hawking. You're going to have right, yeah. the eyes mm-hmm. going and the computer yeah. going. Computer is going to be dictating. I wouldn't expect it really, you were going to be communicating with me verbally like we're yeah. doing. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I, you know, I guess and, I would just, yeah. because you've seen too many uh, of, of like Mr. Um, dystrophy. you know, used to be had the sure. telethon, you know, mm-hmm. you get to watch Jerry Lewis telethon. And then you see the, what's coming up, that you're trying to bring new and everything and you see the new technology they got and then see Stephen Hawking. So yeah, to be honest to you, first when you contact me, I was thinking you were that far along, uh, down, right. down the road. So, mm-hmm. well, so that's the thing is you're blessed every, to be where you're
0: at. Absolutely. And that that's, you know, a lot of the reason that I, you know, I'm still positive, but you know, I've, I've met people, um, you know, I was just at a, at a 5k charity run for our clinic and I met a guy who was only two years in and he could barely talk, you know, so it's, it's different, it's different for everybody. You know, like my, my doctor says I'm an outlier, which, yeah. you know, to me, that's kind of, I, I like that, you know, I like being the outlier. I like being the guy breaking the curve, you know, that's right. So <laughs> I don't know what, what I'm doing to, to keep going, but uh, you know, that's, that's what my progression is. Is that kind of a, a pace where I know it's coming well ahead of time.
1: Now, when they diagnosed you this ALS, Right. I'm assuming it was already in your gene, because I don't know a lot about ALS. I just remember when I first hear this, I think of Lou Gehrig's, you know, yeah. and going on with what he was. And, you know, here he was stumbling on the field a little bit, dragging a foot, and then he right. progressed. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, so I'm assuming, I don't know a lot again, is, is this already in your genes, your DNA? Uh, I don't see Is it, I mean, is it yeah. something you can catch? I don't know. No, it's that.
0: it's not contagious. It's, yeah. and I don't think it's really even like, you know, passed down genetically. They're not sure about it and why it happens. Okay. That's okay. the biggest problem is, is they don't know why it happens. Um, and that's, you know, if you call that ice bucket challenge, they had that a few years ago, that was for mm-hmm. ALS. So yeah. that's helped, you know, do a lot of, uh, it's, it's helped, you know, turn attention to it uh, also for research. So, you know, there's been a lot of research done. There's been a couple of medicines that are getting close to trials. You know, there's, They've tried stem cell things. Um, unfortunately for me, I'm beyond the trial marker because hmm. it's within 36 months of diagnosis. Okay. Of course, I've been here 11 years. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm too late for that. But if there is a medicine that comes out, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to take it, you know. And that's kind of like why I'm holding on, because, you know, with all these advances we have in medical technology, you know, we've got to be close to something. Right.
1: I'm a real believer in this stem cells.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, a, I'm a believer that uh, we're on the tip of something. We just got to make it, find it and make it work uh, mm-hmm. with that. I, I'm just, for some reason I, I'm holding on to it. So, um, and one, one big thing here, it's been here. What maybe in the last 15 years, I guess it seemed like one or two, three people from the NFL have come out and talked about them with ALS uh, football yeah, players. Yeah, they, and yeah, so they, they did brought have more um, attention. I can't remember the names, Right. Uh, There's a couple of people well, that Steve, come out. Yeah. Here. Steve
0: Gleason's the big guy. He's the mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints guy and he's got a, yes, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. Good, good foundation. Yeah. So, yeah, his progression was pretty quickly. You know, he he can't talk, but he uses, you know, he's got the eye gaze. He's got the technology and, and he actually um, advocates for other people that have ALS as well. He's always like, you know, at, at Congress or the Senate, you know, they're trying to they just passed a bill to allow anybody has ALS gets immediate benefits for disability. So it used to be a six month wait, but one thing we don't have is time. If you have ALS, mm-hmm. cause it's, it's, yes. it can not be quick. So, right. Now, so he, you know, he had that law adjusted. So, you know, he's a big advocate, you know, and you've got, um, I'm trying to think of other people too. Like, you know, obviously Stephen Hawking was a, a it was a big one. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's not a disease you hear a lot about, um, because it's only, I think it's only, you know, one in a hundred thousand or something like that. It's, it's not yeah. a, not a huge, you know, not a huge disease, but, you know, with the with the ice bucket challenge, there's been more exposure to it, and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, with, with the uh, with people like Gleason, they're they're helping you know get that get eyes on it.
1: Now, when the doctor met with you to give you the the news of pro, the the uh, prognosis, what uh, or did y'all? I'm sure y'all talked about it. What was the life expectancy, life?
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing is they have no idea. I mean, the they, you, they thought, say you look they, at, you hear, yeah. like
1: you said, uh, there's some that's quick, that's right. very aggressive. Uh, mm-hmm. Some that's uh, slow, like you said. I mean, who would expect Stephen Hawking to live as long as he did?
0: Right. Yeah, he lived like thirty-five, forty years with it, I think. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, we, we we, you know, my my wife is, um, she's very, she deals in absolutes a lot, you know. So she wanted to know what, what is our time frame, and they yeah. can't really tell us. You know, that's the thing is, you don't really know.
1: Yeah, say I'm like that too. I'm I'm like that. Um, the uh, oh, the the draw the line is drawn. You know? Right. So which side am I on? And you know what what do I do? What can I do? Uh, mm-hmm. Type of thing. You know how many years you are expecting and things like that. So yeah, yeah. I'm like that as well. I, I like to know the hard numbers and, and right. Then see, then that way it gives us something to compare against to to
0: try to beat and things like that. Yep. And what, you know, what we did immediately though, we, we, we start planning, you know, you know, obviously we, you know, we had our will drawn up, we started planning our financials, you know, and getting our accounts in order. So that's all been done. And we're, we're in a, we're in a good spot now with, with all the planning part, but you definitely want to get ahead of that. You know, if you have any kind of illness like that, where it's going to impact you and, you know, get your, your account set up, get your power of attorney set up, get your will, will done. <clears throat> you know, that's really important. Yep.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, now, um, you're not able anymore to uh, move from your uh, neck down. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, I mean, I have, I have
0: some movement. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. That's okay. Go
0: ahead. I have some, yeah, I have some movement. Um, but you know, it's, it's just like, you know, my, my pinky moves or, you know, I, I move a little bit here and there, but it's, it's really, you know, pretty much, you know, yeah. it's like, a, almost almost like a paralyzed. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so uh, I, what I was wondering is what, are you doing to try to stay in the best shape as possible except eating vegetables all the time?
0: Well, it's funny because, um, ALS likes calories. So the doctors okay. like, there's no restriction. Yeah. So, you know, um, fatty foods good for you, you know, cause it's, um, what it does is it wears you out, right? Like, you know, it, it's always, your muscles are not working properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, 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 they're being taxed by the disease. So, you know, having fat is good. So like, um, and then, and then really, I just, I keep a normal schedule. Um, you know, I work every day, nine to five, you know, um, and that keeps me sane. <clears throat> so, you know, having something to look forward to really helps, you know, um, and when I was, you know, all right, I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. Hey, no good. And Sam part got of the on. Thing. Part, so, part of the deal uh, with me. Robert, this
1: is Sam. Sam, Robert. Hey, Sam. How you doing? How are
0: you? I'm good. So How are good? you?
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of sports, Sam was my Babe Ruth coach. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's the one that taught me everything you need to do, except for what my mother and grandfather taught me. After, awesome. that, after that, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, Alright, Robert, so we were into talking with... Um, what were we talking I've forgotten. Good thing about this. Again, we can edit this part before I put it out on podcast.
0: That's fine, yeah. Um, so, we were talking about, yeah, just, I guess, the early... Um, I'm not sure, yeah. Um, well, I know we were talking about yeah. the
1: length of uh, yeah. life expectancy and we talked about you know, you talk about no one really knows. and yep. Yeah. Yeah, because that, the aggressive type and the right. not so aggressive and comparing to um, Hawkins and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't remember who we went from there.
0: Yeah, that's no, fine. Um, so, yeah, we, um, you know, that's one of the hard parts, too, is, you know, not knowing, it. you know, it, it's, it's harder to manage that. But, again, I just try to remain as positive as possible and try mm-hmm. to be nice to everybody I can. Um, You know, and because again, people that care for you, they they need that as well. You know, we
1: they jumped need, into need, need your that grace. we jumped into yeah. your dieting uh, yep. thing. That's where we jumped because I was going. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and even though you can't move from your neck down more, what do you do to stay as healthy as possible? And mm-hmm. um you are talking about actually your your uh, foods that, that they encourage more of a high calorie because yep. of
0: them, and going from there. Yep. So, like you know, milkshakes are great. Um, You know, <laughs> no doubt. yeah so you know um i you know i don't really there's not much you can do that's that's the problem you know there's no real medicine you can take um you know you try to control your pain there's some pain involved oh no i didn't know there's not really medication yeah there's not really any medicine that can help you out
1: there Uh, there is one medication
0: you can take um and it gives you a little bit longer life but that's when you're near the end apparently Mm -hmm. so um yeah there's not a lot not a lot you can do it's one of those wait and see diseases. That's that's uh, that's the hardest part about everything. Is you know, my, my wife calls it the pending file. You know, it's, everything is pending, so we're just trying yeah. to hang on. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah, yeah. I'm like again, we mentioned. I'm like your wife. Uh, I want to know the hard numbers that way we have something to compare against. Mm-hmm. So, so, and you said there's no absolute on that.
0: Nope. So, <laughs>
1: um, what was it with Pat Summit? Uh, she had Alzheimer's. And I didn't remember the, um, uh, I I guess at that time I was not thinking that they would be an aggressive type and a more subdued type. And of course she had an aggressive type because she was, she passed away within like five years, wasn't it?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that's a, that's a kind of ironic, you mentioned that because one of the chapters in my book, um, it was about this high school team in Plant City, Florida, and they had this historic season where they, you know, went to the playoffs the first time in 20 odd years. and. It's the longest chapter in the book. and It was my favorite one, I think, that I covered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it, 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 so it's been 20, 24 years since that happened, right? So I reached out to the coach um, when I wrote the book and finished it. And I wanted to let him know I wrote the story for him, you know, and mm-hmm. it turns out he has Alzheimer's. So, oh. yeah, it was really, really sad. You know, I, I got him on the phone and, yeah, so so I sent him a copy of the book. But, you know, I, I mentioned in the book, too, I wrote this for him. You know, I said, you know, this is for Coach Long. You know, I'm glad I wrote it all down for you. So it was really, really, you know, heartbreaking. Um, and it was kind of one of those little God things, you know, where it was, he told yes. me to, to write this chapter bet, best you can. So, you know, that one came out really well, I thought. And that's, and, and you know, it, it was, it was for, for Coach, you know, he, he's, had a, he's had a hard go. He was a, you know, he's, he's still alive. He's a great guy. He was a, you know, a longtime administrator for Hillsborough County, you know, worked in schools. You know, he impacted kids' lives positively all the time. So, you know, that chapter was really special to me um because of that. So, you know, it was kind of funny you know, like I called him up and he, he's like I got Alzheimer's, live in ALS, like aren't we a pair, right? So, uh, so <laughs> it's uh
1: yeah, I mean, that's awesome that you were able to bring his story to be part of your uh his tribute mm-hmm. uh to uh to carry on uh uh his legacy. Oh, uh, for the yes,
0: absolutely, yeah. I was I was honored yeah. to do that, yeah.
1: So, like you said, there, there was a little uh, a God thing that uh, hopped in there. So what do people call it? A God wink or something like that? And, right. yeah. And yeah, that that they, you were able to do that, not knowing what mm-hmm. he was dealing with.
0: So, yep, absolutely, yeah. Something just told me to write that one good.
1: That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So now, and uh, so now, so we'll we'll put up your book again. Here's Sam. Here's a picture. Yeah, of sure. His book here, Sam, and. <laughs> Um, he said he's got it in formatting of uh keeping it in a uh, newspaper formatting <laughs> as you read through. So, this is this to be I'm to give me a copy of it, uh, Sam, and then we'll, we'll get you a copy, Sam. So, and go from there. All yeah,
0: right, and, just, and,
1: and, go ahead. Yeah, no, and I was gonna say, um, Robert, go ahead and tell us more about your book, and let's go ahead and uh, any website you want to give out, uh, yeah, in sure, social media for people to get hold of you.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So uh, Stringer is the book. Um, stringer is the term that is used for a freelance journalist. and That's what I was. I was a Stringer. Um, so pardon me again. Um, yeah. So it's available on Amazon and Audible. Uh, search for Stringer. Um, my name is Robert Garrett. G-A-R-R-E-T-T. Um, it's on Amazon and Audible. The audiobook book is, uh, you know, I think it's like 14 bucks. The hardback is a little more expensive, but it is a beautiful full color glossy page it's got pictures it's got my articles in there um, and amazon takes most of that money anyways as we well know but uh, you know the hardback is really is worth the worth the money but it's about my story um, it's a little bit of my background from growing up in florida you know i was a kid in a trailer park um, you know my dad uh, bought a business you know when i was in my 20s and we ended up um, you know claiming the tribune building and that turned into my journalism career where i just kind of learned on the fly and It's about how I learned to be a journalist and and how we covered the events. And really, for anybody who read the paper before, you're going to like that the journalism side of it, because I talk about how we cover sports, how we cover football, basketball, you know, what the methodology was. Um, So it's got all that in there. And and it's a little bit of my story. It's got really fast, quick, uh, funny stories. There's a lot of humor in there. And yeah, it's about, you know, it's my, my great adventure as a journalist. You have a website, uh, social media for anybody I, who? I don't at the moment. I've got a Facebook page that says for Stringer. That's about it. Um, I'm still working okay. on my promotions. I'm not a I'm not an expert by, by by far. But you can go to Amazon. When you go to Amazon, I do have an author page there. So you follow the author. You can see more about my background.
1: And I'll put that link into our show notes when we get done. Uh, Absolutely, to make, that to sounds make it easier for everybody to. To find to get a hold of you now, Robert. We briefly touched on this. We didn't get into it uh, big and deep, uh, but um, you know, for the Atlanta Braves to uh, Sam, he's in Georgia, so he's down in for the Atlanta Braves. And so, uh, well, actually, Sam used to live in Georgia there for a while. And so, um, Atlanta Braves for them to win the World Series, they definitely have to have mm-hmm. a great supporting system. All right, not that you have to agree with everybody all the time, but you mm-hmm. respect each other and everybody buys into the program so for you to be where you're at in life you have to had a good support system
0: oh absolutely yeah i've got um besides my family so you know my wife's amazing my mother-in-law lives with us um she is a retired widow and she is an angel on earth um Mm -hmm. i've got um a group of friends that you know i've got about um we had this group of friends we met when the kids were in daycare And we, so you know, then they're all going to high school now. So that group of friends has been supportive. You know, they whoever keep me company, they help around the house. You know, doing handyman stuff. Um, My 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 work is so supportive. My managers are are amazing. My company, it's called Risk Connect. Um, We are a risk and insurance software company, and and it's just run by by quality people. So I am extremely lucky, and that's probably a big reason I'm so positive is because. I just, I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of love in my life, and you know, I'm really fortunate. Hey, man, I'm sure you met people like I have, uh, in the uh,
1: disabled world that they, they're they not blessed enough to have a sporting system like we've got. I, right. I, I met a guy that he was younger than me, I uh, met in Miami. I went through a spinal cord uh research program called mm-hmm. the Miami Project, and this other guy I met from there, he was from. Rhode Island or somewhere, and he told me once he lived there that he'll be put back in the nursing home. That his own family, you know, he didn't live with them, and he right. was younger. He was younger than me, and mm-hmm. I was just amazed. I mean, because because having this support system, I was amazed to hear someone didn't have it. And, yeah, and from there.
0: But well, I forgot still. too. My my sister moved up here, so my sister was in Florida, and she moved up here with her family just to be with me as well. So another another support person, you know, again. We're really, really lucky to have that. You know, it's you, you can't put a price on that. Oh, right. Exactly. So, mm-hmm.
1: Robert, I appreciate you being here. And, uh, boy, I hope to, blessings for you and everything. Robert, you know that there's people hurting and struggling today. And mm-hmm. if you can leave us with a powerful message to help them get through today, that would be a blessing.
0: Sure. Um, you know, I, I like music a lot. Um, you know, I like, I like rock music. So, one of my favorite bands is a band called Soundgarden. And there's a song called Rowing. And basically it's about it. The the chorus says, don't know where I'm going, but I got to keep rowing. I got to keep pulling, got to row. So that's me every day. I I get up and I, I got to row. I got to, and, and like one of the lines is living is cheating if you're not pulling oars. So to me that, that means like, you know, getting up and doing, you know, giving your best to life every day. And that's what I do. I, I get up and I row all day and then I get back in bed and go to sleep and do it all again. So, I just keep churning out every day and that's, that's how I live.
1: you got to do your part. You can't expect everybody to do it for you and Absolutely. drag you along. So that's yeah, right. you got to do your part, even if uh, you're limited in a lot of areas, but uh, still there's some way somehow that you can do your part. 100%. So, all right. Uh, appreciate it uh, that you're here, Robert. And uh, Sam said, bye, I guess he uh, hopped off. So, uh, <laughs> But thank, well, you, thank for you for having me.
0: Here. It's been this has been great talking to you. And I appreciate yes. what you do, what you do as well. So, oh, thank you so thank much. You.
1: Thank you very much, and we'll go from there. So, um, <clears throat> everyone else, hey, uh, be sure to share this uh, with someone that's uh, that's struggling a little bit. Let them get an idea uh, how you can overcome it. You know, just listen to Robert's story here a little bit and see that uh, he's not giving up, that he's persevering, doing life best as possible, and a great support system. We all got to have that support system. So. Everybody else, hey, I'm Dr. James Perdue, the Professor of Perseverance. Thank you for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis.
0: Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.